So mom, I'm sure you have heard the rhyme. First is worst, second is best. Third is the one in the polka dot dress. I've never heard that. Wait, seriously? Really? Seriously. You and I run in different circles, I believe. Wait, you've never heard, like, first is the worst, second is the best, third is the one with the hairy chest? Because I've also heard that. No, I haven't heard that one either. See, I was actually going to feed you, uh, like, falsehoods for a short minute and tell you that that was a quote by Betsy Ross, but that won't be impressive to you because you, you didn't even know it was a quote. Um, I'm hard to impress sometimes. Yep, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> like, even if this is the first time you're hearing that rhyme, and I'm sure we have listeners that have never heard this rhyme too, so you're just in their pants today, okay? I I, I think I don't want to be in anybody's pants today, but if you want shoes? to be in somebody's are... pants, you can be in somebody's <laughs> pants, but that, leave me out, girl. Well, season three of Advice for Mom is going to be a polka dot dress. Oh, good. What, what a nice metaphor for it. I'll let you be the judge of whether first was the worst and second was the best. Oh, I see. Now you're referring to our podcast session. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How cute. I like polka dots sometimes uh, if they're in the right colors. But now I get it. And even though I didn't have my second cup of coffee, I think I get it now. Yep. That is my coffee and metaphor loving mom, Dr. Elizabeth Skabinski Bortman. And I am your host, Rebecca Garza Bortman. And this is a sneak peek for your ears of season three of advice from mom. I want to reassure people that even though this season will be wearing a polka dot dress, we are still an advice show as we have always been. Mom, you're still a psychologist, right? Um, yes. And you're still a family therapist? And I still like it very much, yes. Loving every minute of it? Uh, I don't like the paperwork. Well, perfect, because you know what doesn't have paperwork? What? This podcast. Yes, but it's a labor of love for sure. Yeah, I would say. And I know sometimes you're like, don't say 35 years of experience giving out the best mental health advice. But I have to add that here because it seems fitting. You've been doing it for 35 years. They say when you love your work, you don't do a day of work in your life. Yeah, actually, thank you for bringing up life. Because on season three of Advice for Mom, we will still be answering big life questions sent in by our listeners. Yep. Yeah, and we still have a bunch of wise women who are coming and giving second opinions. Yep, we're doing our thing again this season. But better, because it's wearing a polka dot dress. Right, we're doing our season three with frills and fun and... Fancy free. Fancy free. Mm-hmm. 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 A lot of things are going to be the same in the season, but we're not going to be confined to read a letter, answer it kind of format. Good. Can I keep going with the metaphor? Are you, are you, how many eyes have you rolled at the metaphor so far? Uh, none. Oh, you're so tolerant. I know. So would you agree that a polka dot dress is both wild and versatile? Mm-hmm. And a l- little bit frivolous, maybe. It's maybe slightly frivolous, but maybe also totally practical. Maybe it has pockets. Maybe it's long. <laughs> maybe it's short. Maybe you wear it to a party. Maybe you wear it to work. It's comfortable. Maybe you put it on. Yeah, maybe you put it on because it's so comfortable after a long day and you just feel like a million bucks. I like it. So that's the goal. Mm-hmm. We're going to be trying some crazy things this this season, um, including the first ever mental health cooking show. Not at all surprising. Yeah. You weren't surprised when I said, hey, mom, how about we make some self-care sandwiches with two of the funniest <laughs> comedians in the world? 
Yep. Um, so we're also going to be making a mental health first aid kit in episode form. Pretty excited about that. Yes. And here's an idea that might make your ears bleed. I'm going to try it out. Do you actually, do you remember when I was a kid and you used to say that line about me being on the radio? Mm, you say that I said that, but I wasn't talking about you. But anyway, okay. Would you like to say it or shall I? You say it, sweetie. They should put you on the radio so I can turn you off. <laughs> you do a good voice. Do you do my voice very well? Bear with me here. What if we did an entire episode that was all jingles? Well, just so you don't expect me to jingle along. I mean, I'll... No, no, no. You write, you craft the amazing advice that goes into the jingle, and then I go make the jingle. I see. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Would you be up for that as our one of our crazy polka dot dresses we wear? I'm going to go along with your leadership no matter where it goes generally. I don't think I want to do a series of podcasts about sex, but other than that, I'm open to whatever. Well, guess what? We got a really, really good sex question. <gasps> but don't worry. For that question, I've lined up a fill-in daughter for you. <laughs> oh, you can might as well get a fill-in mom too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we clearly need to talk about this a bit more. But let me read you some of the pen names from some of these letters that we'll be answering this season. You ready? Okay. Sincerely resenting my rich friends. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think that's a pretty universal. Sincerely looking to plant. Mm-hmm. And here's one that I might need to convince you on. Sincerely sexless sourpuss. <laughs> Come on, really? Okay, how about this one? Respectfully responsible son. Yep. Sincerely frustrated sugar mama. I love these. They're, they're they're so descriptive. Oh my gosh. Do I need to point out yet again, our listeners are so creative. One of the things that's so wonderful is getting to know these one incredible women who come on our show and just share themselves. Well, Mom, now it sounds like you're talking about not only our listeners, but also our guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, actually, hold that thought for one minute, Mama. Okay. Because we need to take a quick jingle advertisement break, and then we'll be back because I want to play something for you from one of those incredible guests. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, folks, so this is going to get a little meta. It's going to get a little metaphorical, and it's going to get a little embarrassing. <laughs> Amongst other things you'll hear that I'm going to recount a time when I embarrass myself in front of this guest and then embarrass myself again when I told her about it. So double embarrassment after the jingle break. Have you ever gotten to mealtime and thought, dang, I forgot I'd need to eat? Well, if yesterday you had prep dish, this meal could already be complete. Prep dish. It's a time saver. Prep dish. It's full of flavor. Gluten free, dairy free, paleo. Oh, 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 you get an email with a grocery list of what you need with prep ahead instructions. Prep dish helps you make a week of fresh and healthy, stress free eats. This week, my email from Prep Dish says that breakfast is gonna be lumberjack muffins. I think I've met a drag queen with that name. 
and like these muffins. She was paleo. Get your paleo gluten-free or dairy-free free two-week trial of PrepDish by going to PrepDish.com slash Pickleball. So, Mom, I wanted to wrap up this preview of season three with some meta advice. Mm -hmm. Going into season three, it was so helpful to get to talk to one of my advice heroes. Oh, how exciting. Who makes a show that I get a lot of advice from myself. Anna Sale is the host of the WNYC show, Death, Sex, and Money. Mm. What a show. Right? I mean, her title pretty much encompasses basically everything. (laughs) And we're going to hear her advice to one of our listeners as a guest on the first episode of season three coming out next week. Get excited. I know (laughs) I am. Sorry, I still got a little jingle in me. Um, But when I was recording with her, I also got to talk to her about advice. That's nice. That's really nice. Advice on advice, you could say. (laughs) And I think you'll like it. You want to hear it? I always love listening to her and... You as well. (laughs) All right, here it is. Are you up for some general questions about advice? Sure. Okay. So I've heard you talk about how uh, when you were looking to start Death, Sex, and Money, it came out of this desire for more models and mentors in your own life. And when I heard that, I just, my heart sang because that's really why I wanted to create advice for mom as well. And I also feel like I've gotten so much guidance from your show. Uh, And I wondered how you see your show related to advice. I, um, I didn't conceive of it as an advice show. And I don't think of myself as an advice giver. Um, When advice feels the most real or useful to me, it's when it's like someone is saying, oh, I recognize this problem. Here's how it unfolded in my life. And it just has a, that gives you a couple of things that gives you a feeling of like, oh, I'm not the only like person who has struggled (laughs) in the history of the universe. I'm not totally alone in this, which is what it often can feel like. And it also like when you hear someone talk about something they've been through that you're in the middle of, it can help you see like recognize things that you haven't put words to yet. I don't know. It like gives like these little visual concrete cues that you can sort of look for in your life. So I think that's what what I like about sharing personal stories is it's like it's it's useful because, you know, we're all going through different passages. And so we might as well like swap the wisdom that we're picking up along the way and the good stories because Like when you're in the middle of something and feeling that deep sense of uncertainty, it's like, for me, it it was like profoundly lonely. And so to find connection in those moments is really important. Okay. So I know you say you're not a, you're not an advice giver. You're not a source of advice. I, well, I didn't intend for the show to be, to be such, okay. but okay. of course, but I love <laughs> I love sharing what I've learned. <laughs> You're also really open about becoming a mom, which uh, when people first hear the title of our show, I think they're like, oh, mothering show, oh, parenting, yeah. parenting. Uh-huh. But um, I kind of like that we're positioned in a way, like advice has negative con- uh, connotations and so does mom, but I hope that— Which is effed. 
It's, oh, totally. Moms are important. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we, well, that could be a whole other show. But also, like, respecting that there are many complicated relationships with people's moms. And, hey, we're not we're not uh, fancy-footing around it. Mm-hmm. Foot, foot Pussy-footing. Pussy-footing. Mm-hmm. I knew there was another animal in there somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. I would say that with death, bringing death, sex, and money into the world, you, you have mothered hmm. kind of a new, a new type of storytelling. Hmm. Um, and now raising your child, you're mothering a human as well. Um, do you think these two modes of mothering cross paths? Mm. I think of the show as a space where I really try to have curiosity, not crowd out judgment. When I think about what I want to do as a parent, it's to like really deeply, really want to know my kid. I want to know who she is and what excites her and have her sort of tell me that rather than us direct her in a certain way. Um, But I also don't want to hesitate to uh, help her develop a sense of values and right and wrong and responsibility to community. So I think of I think of that balance is the thing I it's the hard part about parenting or like she wants to climb up the like really tall ladder at the playground and it's like she's a little girl so like I so want her I don't want to impose fear on her I want her to like lean into like if she's into it and like thinks um she can do it like how do I support her um and making sure she doesn't, like, fall off the ladder and really hurt herself and let her, like, feel what it feels like to, like, get to the top of the really tall ladder. Talk about symbols. I know. <laughs> Hang out on a playground. <laughs> There's a lot of symbols. <laughs> um, okay. So you you want to guide her. You want to kind of teach her the difference between right and wrong, but in a way that is allowing her to learn for herself as well. Isn't mm. that what you're doing for your listeners as well? I hope so. I hope that, like, um, revealing our stories to each other, like, helps us all kind of get a deeper sense of the way that we want to live our lives. That's the hope. Hmm. So we did do an episode on our show about the mystery of Dr. T. Okay. Which is the story that I bombarded you with the first time we met. Okay. Um, And I would like to make an on-air apology. (laughs) (laughs) You kidding? No, I'm I'm kind of kidding. But um, I wondered if that's something that happens to you often. Like I heard this episode about uh, someone discovering their their genetics and that really changing them. And then I had the great privilege of meeting you in person that same day. Yeah, same Um, day. And I just blurted out my whole life story to you. And I was so embarrassed. But I was... I was telling my mom afterwards, she was like, I'm sure that happens to her all the time. Why are we embarrassed? I was embarrassed because um, I wanted to present myself as more together than I was in that moment. I was very, um, I guess, in the thick of an emotional, you know, development. Like, I just wanted to know if that happens to you a lot, if people just kind of want to tell you their stories. Yeah. I actually find it like I I feel like that is very precious. I feel like um, I had a, an experience once when I was in the I was still living in New York and I was taking the elevator up to my desk at WNYC and got in an elevator with a guy who 
knew about my show, um, he didn't look like what I expected a listener from my show to be. He was like a, a, a kind of middle-aged guy. And and he just, I was like, how's it going? Da, 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 da. We're just chit-chatting. And he just sort of set, like started telling me he was going through a divorce. And he sort of got caught himself about like three sentences in. It was clear it was like really raw. And, um, and then we got off the elevator and parted ways. And, you know, it was like, wow, like I feel really honored that he felt comfortable sharing that. Um, he could have kept it like really small talky. Um, and so I, I feel like it's the show gives people permission to be a little bit of a mess. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, uh, victim number eight hundred sixty-five yeah. right here, <laughs> and not mess like that sounds embarrassing, but like just to like be in it, you know, and to not have it neatly wrapped up, um, which I think is in a in an era of self presentation where most of us always try to look very wrapped up and um, like our stories are beautiful and Instagrammable all the time. Um, I find it to be like really. I take it as a high honor. Yeah. And what do you say to people, I'm honored you told me? Or what do, what do you usually, how do you respond? One, I kind of want to make sure that they're like not alone in it. Like I, this happens more when I'm like interviewing people. It's like when I can hear that, that I'm hitting on something where they are really having a hard time, like before we'll get off the call, I'll just, I'm like, I try to like, you gonna, what are you going to do after this interview? You know, you're going to like get yourself an ice cream or like what's there, what's on the agenda? Kind of trying to check in. Um, yeah. I didn't get myself an ice cream after I poured out <laughs> all of my soul to you. I feel like ice cream can be very important after you sort of, because it's sort of like the takes, I, I think I'm learning this like. I have so always highly valued the like really exposing personal conversation where you feel like you're really connecting on the hard stuff. And like that is really deep and special and like the most exciting part for be of being human for me. But like there's also something really lovely about being able to just like like, okay, now I'm just going to go for a walk and not talk to anyone. Or now I'm just going to like sit next to this person who I love and we're going to watch TV and we're not going to talk. Like, we're just going to like, we're just going to cope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you spill your feelings all the time, just be an emotional amoeba. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things she does very well, and that is to ask the question that really opens the person up. Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible skill. But I mean, I think this idea that like Anna gets real with people, that is something that I feel like we get in the letters from our listeners. Like I think that's one of my other favorite parts is hearing hearing letters, reading letters from our listeners that they sent to you and me and... Um, the fact that we get to connect with strangers in this, yeah. in this way that's like yeah. both unique and helpful. So I, yeah. I don't, I don't want anyone to think we're getting distracted from that cause. There's going to be so much of that goodness mm -hmm. in season three, and I'm so excited for everybody to hear it. Yeah, and and I think it's something that we all love. It's a kind of intimacy. I wish there was a better word for it that doesn't sound so like uh, sleazy or sexy, but yeah, intimacy. Um, 
It's 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 really a, a close kind of bonding. Yeah. Is that any better or it's not sexy enough? <laughs> you can never get quite on the right too hard or too soft. <laughs> you know you know what's never never too hard or too soft? What? A polka dot dress. Yeah, that's true. You got me. With that in mind, I want to say get excited for season three of Advice from Mom. Coming to your podcast feed on Wednesday, September 5th in full polka dotted regalia. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to Advice from Mom wherever you find your podcasts and polka dots. So it will be waiting for you on September 5th. Advice from Mom is a production of Wise Ones Advice Services. It's produced by Juliet Heinley and me, Rebecca Garza Bortman. Editing by Juliet Heinley and Samantha Land. Mixing and mastering by Jake Young. Our theme music is by my band, Love Jerks. We are regularly playing around the Bay Area at this point, and if you're not in the Bay Area, we pretty recently put out a music video that's kind of in the vein of advice. It's like the it's like emergency advice. What to do in the emergency of an apocalypse. You can search for apocalyptic makeout to find out more. Thanks for listening.